As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce the Plus CBD Relief line of soft gels. Plus CBD Relief is the ideal way to help promote a healthy inflammatory response. Plus CBD Relief is doctor-formulated with recovery-supporting ingredients, including CBD, CBDA, and Levagen plus PEA. Relief soft gels help address minor everyday soreness, support joint function, and encourage recovery following strenuous activity. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. And with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's Relief Soft Gels. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Lots of stuff to discuss this weekend as we join you for our weekend program, 877-726-8255. Intelligent Medicine is the subject, the best of high-tech medicine, the best of natural therapies. You can call in with questions about both and nutrition, supplements, diet, exercise. They're on the agenda as well as high-tech medical developments. 877-726-8255 gets you into the doctor's office and you can talk to me directly and pose your questions and share a comment. We'd love to hear from you this weekend. We got lots to talk about. Uh, we're going to be talking about a new study that suggests that uh, all that calcium that people are taking, especially older individuals with osteoporosis, well, may be harmful for the heart. We'll take a deep dive on that study coming up. Uh, also, uh, looking at um, the science behind COVID and the new variants, and we're beginning to understand uh, why the new variants are more successful in a sense, but also making people less sick. 877-726-8255. Unfortunately, COVID's still on the agenda. We still have to talk about it. So lots to clarify. We have questions about uh, whether people should take the boosters. Uh, do they really do the trick against the BA2 variant of Omicron? 877-726-8255. You can start dialing. And uh, this week, you know, it's tough being Dr. Anthony Fauci because uh, he's in the spotlight and there's a lot of backlash against uh, Dr. Fauci because uh, he is synonymous with uh, lockdowns and mask mandates. And uh, to some people, he represents uh, Chicken Little. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. And a lot of people are uh, ignoring him. And a lot of people uh, you know, even think he should be in jail because of some of the wrong calls that he's made. Uh, to some people, he remains a hero. Uh, he's a lightning rod. And uh, this week, uh, he got a little bit of a controversy. Uh, are we out of the pandemic phase, like Dr. Fauci said? Uh, not so fast. 
according to a report from NBC News. Fauci reported uh, no new data this week that would indicate a change in the pandemic's status. Uh, we believe that some people are, well, we call them COVIDians. They just don't want to let go of the uh, COVID paradigm. And uh, I, I was on a plane uh, this weekend. I had to go to the airport. And some people wearing masks, some people not wearing masks. They remind us when you're on the plane that uh, there's no mask requirement. They still advise you to wear a mask, but it's at your discretion to wear a mask. Uh, I did not wear a mask, but uh, uh, people on the plane did wear a mask. The guy sitting across the aisle from me was wearing a mask. But as I began to chat him up, because I saw he had a bicycle helmet, so we began talking about bicycles. We had about an hour conversation about our bicycle obsession. He, you know loosened up and took off his mask uh, to talk to me. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of controversy about um, where we're headed with COVID. And Fauci muddied the water on this. And uh, he, now he's in trouble, not with the people from the right, but people from essentially the left uh, who are more, uh, shall we say, uh adversity-minded when it comes to COVID. Uh, he said in an interview on PBS on Tuesday, and by the way, he's, he remains the president's chief medical advisor in a formal capacity. He stated that, quote, the U.S. is out of the pandemic phase of COVID-19. Uh, so there's a lot of blowback on that. And then they tried to clean it up uh, a few days later clarifying to the Washington Post that we're, quote, out of the full-blown explosive pandemic, but that that does not mean uh, that the pandemic is over. So, you know, it's kind of a little bit of a word salad here. Is it over? Is it not over? Uh, he added to Americans' anxiety and uncertainty with vague statements like, well, <laughs> this is kind of doctor talk. We're really in a transitional phase from a deceleration of the numbers into hopefully a more controlled phase and endemicity. Uh, and uh, he also said something. It's, it's hard for lay people to understand uh, this kind of medical talk. We are no longer in the acute, fulminant, accelerated phase of the outbreak. So it, it's kind of a muddled message. Are, are we in it? Are we out of it? Uh, well, the answer is <laughs> it's kind of unclear. Uh, but... Uh, he uh, uh, ultimately uh, didn't please either side of the story. You know, the people who are uh, risk averse uh, versus the people who are saying, let her rip, you know, we're tired of it, it's over. Uh, there's also uh, some information just in about uh, how many people have had a natural infection. And that's important, too, because, you know, talk about vaccinations and herd immunity. Uh, when it comes to a more perfect protection against COVID, it seems to be a combination of the vaccine and natural infection. Natural infection seems to be more durable, more comprehensive against the vac against the virus. Uh, natural infection, uh, while it doesn't provide a 100% bulwark against, you know, say you had Delta, uh, lots of people who've had Delta get Omicron, but less severe because, you know, they already are somewhat protected against the coronavirus. Here's the stat. Over 50% of the U.S. population has contracted COVID-19, according to the CDC. And 
Probably, I'm venturing a guess that here where I live in New York, which bore the brunt of the pandemic early on, that the number is closer to 70% or more. Uh, so many people got it early on here in big urban centers, places like L.A., New Orleans, uh, Chicago, uh, that probably more than 50% of people in those areas have had COVID. And the statistics are even more dramatic among young people. Um, during the period uh, December 2021 to February 22, just a short period of time, a lot of people got COVID, but a milder version due to Omicron, seroprevalence, in other words, testing positive for having had COVID, it just from December 2021 to February 22, a short period, it increased from 46% to 74% among adolescents 12 to 17, and 44 to 75% among children ages 11 and younger. And many of you parents, you can probably vouch for what I'm saying, uh, many of your kids got sick uh, this winter uh, with a milder version of uh, COVID. And for uh, uh, really young kids, uh, vaccination rates are at just 28% for kids age 5 to 11 versus 90% for adults over 65. So for those young kids, not even vaccine eligible, getting a mild case of COVID is going to confer some significant protection. So, uh, yeah, when it comes to uh, COVID, uh, you know, we're in a kind of a funny place. And questions arise as to what to do. Should people be taking a third and a fourth booster? We'll address some of those concerns. Also, some new concerns about potential downsides of the vaccination. If, indeed, the vaccine's totally harmless, even if it's not that effective, go for it, right? But there are potential downsides. We'll talk about that a little later in the program. 877-726-8255. We invite you to join us. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals combines the four most powerful of these plant-based foods. Black garlic, black radish root, black peppercorn, and black cumin seed. It's an all-natural daily preventative against a host of possibly inflammatory issues. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, circulation, and immunity. It's a delicious tasting supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's my future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. And while supplies last, buy two bottles of Black for Health and get two bottles of Wild Oil of Oregano free. That's a $55 value just for listening to Intelligent Medicine, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. The pursuit of a healthy immune system is so important for our long-term health. And being healthy for the long-term is everyone's goal, right? So which immune health supplement is recommended for those who also have cardiovascular concerns? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract Aged garlic extract, regarded as one of the leading natural heart health supplements, has been clinically proven to help reduce high blood pressure and inflammation. Experts believe this alleviates demands on the body's energy stores, freeing it up to fight invaders. The result? A more responsive immune system. 
Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract begins with 100% organically grown garlic and is the most scientifically researched, highest quality, and best-selling odorless garlic extract supplement. And for extra support, get Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract Immune Formula 103. Try Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract for a healthy heart and a healthy immune system. Discover more at Kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. 877-726-8255 gets you into the doctor's office. You can pose a question or share a comment with us. You're welcome. 877-726-8255. Okay, this week it was announced that uh, Vice President Kamala Harris has now tested positive for COVID. She's quarantining herself and working at home, according to news reports. And it is said that her symptoms are, well, they aren't really reporting too much about her symptoms, except that they seem to be mild. Maybe she's simply asymptomatic because they get tested all the time. And uh, she joins a list of uh, luminaries like uh, Nancy Pelosi, many members of Congress, uh, many of the White House staff, um, many people on the Washington scene, uh, Queen Elizabeth recently, who've had COVID, and they're probably vaccinated to the max. They've had that uh, fourth shot because uh, they're government officials, and some of them are older and high risk. So uh, they also announced that um, Kamala Harris is taking the COVID-19 pill, Paxlovid, uh, made by Pfizer, uh, to blunt her symptoms and this is this is kind of in line with this test to treat strategy you know they want a lot of people to get tested as soon as they test positive even if they don't feel bad they should immediately begin taking a pill either the Merck pill monopiravir or Paxlovid to um, stop the virus in its tracks and uh, that's that would be nice if it were the case uh, COVID uh, Paxlovid was cleared for use in December by U.S. health regulators to treat people 12 years and older early in the course of their disease, but only those who are at high risk of developing severe COVID-19. So it it's not really been formally approved for a relatively healthy individual who doesn't feel bad uh, to take Paxlovid. It, yeah, theoretically beneficial. So they tested this out, and the news ain't so good in terms of its uh, efficacy. Uh, the uh, folks who got Paxlovid, uh, they uh, had uh, a reduction of 32% uh, for the five days after taking Paxlovid. It's a five-day program, and you got to take it early, you know, like Tamiflu for the flu. That's the only way it's going to work. If, once you're really sick, it's not going to make a difference. Um, it was there was a reduction of uh, severe infection, thirty-two percent. It's subject to got Paxlovid for five days. It declined thirty-seven percent in people who received treatment for ten days. Now you might say, okay, that's good. I'll take that. Um, but the results weren't statistically significant, and they failed the study's primary endpoint because for vaccine efficacy, the standard is that it's got to reduce risk by fifty percent, and if it doesn't, that Vaccines don't get approved. Uh, similarly, for medications, 
uh, medications don't get approved if there's only a marginal effect, if it's not statistically significant. So this adds to concerns about Paxlovid because Paxlovid also has been shown, and they're investigating this now, it seems to work. It suppresses the virus when taken early, but when people stop, the virus sometimes come back, comes back with a vengeance. People test negative after taking Paxlovid, and then they, once they stop, they test positive again, and they feel sicker. So they're investigating that now, and you know that strategy of test to treat sounded good, on a drawing board, but mm, may crash and burn as we learn more about the effectiveness of these medications. And by the way, Paxlovid, uh, its use is restricted for people who are taking many different medications. Not great, especially for elderly, vulnerable individuals who are probably on three or four different drugs. All right, this message is for health practitioners, something that I really like. Uh, Television Medicine is sponsored in part by Chromadex which provides healthcare practitioners with a clinically proven vital resource to increase your patient's levels of NAD. Lots of you know what that is. It's a critical healthy living molecule that supports the mitochondria, some 500 enzymatic pathways in the body, but lots of modern factors cause NAD levels to plummet. That's poor diet, alcohol consumption, lack of sleep, immune stress, even overtraining, excess sun exposure, and of course stress. It's important to supplement NAD. Unfortunately, there's a patented NAD precursor. It's called niagen or nicotinamide riboside. I love the stuff. It's the active ingredient in the cellular support supplement, True Niagen Pro. I take it every day, backed by nearly 100 published papers, multiple human studies. True Niagen Pro can safely and effectively boost your patient's NAD levels. In fact, NAG, niagen is clinically proven to be safe, well-tolerated, and effective. True Niagen Pro gives your hardworking cells what they need to perform at their best. So to learn more about the research behind True Niagen Pro or order, visit pro.trueniagen.com. That's true, spelled T-R-U, pro.trueniagen.com. And from now until June 30th, practitioners can get 10% off with coupon code HOFFMAN10. True Niagen Pro, cellular defense for life. Um... So there's also uh, some new reporting in Scientific American. I read this on the plane while I was traveling uh, this weekend or this week. And uh, what they have found is that they've actually analyzed the spike protein part of the new variant, Omicron, and the BA2 variant. What they found is that uh, it's uh, sneakier. It can get past the immune system. Uh, it is much more infectious it sticks to human cells more effectively, but at the cost of being more vulnerable to the body's defenses. And that may be why lots of people getting Omicron, they're feeling sick, but they're not being hospitalized and dying at the rate that we're seeing with Delta. It has to do with our body's interferon and the BA2 variant, very susceptible to interferon produced by the body. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. You remodel your kitchen, you remodel your bathroom. Now, remodel your gut. That's right, your gut. 
Any successful remodel job requires workers to show up with the necessary tools and ready to work. Well, it's just like that with probiotics. They need to come with prebiotics to encourage growth, as well as postbiotics to nourish the gut. And Dr. O'Hara's probiotics do just that. Dr. O'Hara's is the only probiotic capsule that contains a rich nutritional prebiotic, along with a full spectrum of 12 selected probiotic strains and naturally derived postbiotics. During a three-year fermentation process, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics create healthy, organic nutrients and the diversity of flora that are necessary for long-term digestive health. So remodel your gut today with the right workers. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics online as well as Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and natural health retailers nationwide today. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. I've developed a simple way for you to access curated supplement protocols previously available only to patients in my private practice. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com. There you'll find easy-to-follow links to not only the best individual products, but also to my brand new Intelligent Medicine Lifestyle Supplement Protocols that combine the products I recommend to achieve your specific goals, whether it be heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com. What do you picture when you think of aging well? Daily energy and vitality, a healthy sex life, maintaining your ability to heal and regenerate? Berkeley Life is dedicated to making these visions a reality. Their supplement supports nitric oxide levels, a foundational molecule supporting a healthy cardiovascular and circulatory system. It's never too early to start aging well. Head to agewellbl.com slash Hoffman and use offer code Hoffman for 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's agewellbl.com slash Hoffman for Berkeley Life nitric oxide support supplements. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you, 877-726-8255, our number. And that number is available to you 24-7, 365. And so, you know, if you're inspired sometime during the week uh, after you hear the show and you want to submit a question, you can call 877-726-8255 and record your question or comment, and we'll air it on a subsequent program like we're about to do with this one. Let's hear it. Okay, that was a little too fast. Uh, can we get that in normal voice uh, version, or is that the uh, the Daffy Duck version? Okay, good. All right. So uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, a new bill that has been introduced in California, and uh, I hearken to an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal entitled California's Medical Misinformation Crusade Could Cost Lives. And there's a lot of talk about misinformation and if you take it up a notch, disinformation. Misinformation merely is to share information perhaps without malicious intent. Disinformation is a deliberate campaign to deceive the public. It's associated with uh, foreign entities like Russia, which uh, is introducing confusing propaganda to try and mess up the U.S. political system. They basically don't care who wins as long as uh, we're at each other's throats. So uh, they've actually set up uh, now a new initiative in the DHS, the Department of Homeland Security, to root out disinformation. Okay, that's on a, a political front. 
But in California, they've introduced legislation that's going to require the state medical board to take action against doctors found to be spreading, quote, misinformation, especially related to the, and I'm quoting, nature and risks of the virus, its prevention and treatment, and the development, safety, and effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines. So in just a few moments, a little later in the program, I'm going to share with you some concerns I have about uh, the vaccines. And by and large, you know, I'm going to say here, and this is not just a CYA, that the vaccine campaign has been relatively successful. Uh, I think they it's made a difference in the number of deaths and the severity of COVID. And the vast majority of people seem to be doing fine with the vaccine. I don't believe that uh, we're creating a zombie apocalypse of uh, people with uh, transhuman uh, chromosome uh, modification due to the RNA vaccine. As some people have suggested, there's kind of a lot of conspiracy theories about that and kind of radical views. But on the other hand, it's, it's, it's a mistake to state that the vaccine's entirely benign because uh, there are some side effects. And so we have to weigh the risk-benefit equation when we talk about, you know, getting uh, boosters, especially uh, when they may not be that efficacious. So uh, <laughs> the Wall Street Journal article says, what is misinformation? Well, it's not clearly defined, but the bill would instruct the medical board to consider whether a doctor's order or opinion deviates from what's called the standard of care. And that is kind of a vague thing. Uh, it's the standard of care is based on recommendations by government bodies or treatments that are widely used by healthcare practitioners. Well, there's a lot of controversy about recommendations by government bodies. You know, for example, their recommendations on the food pyramid followed by the my plate, you know, uh, is has really potentially contributed to the rate of obesity and diabetes in this country. And also the treatments that are widely used by healthcare practitioners. Well, among healthcare practitioners, there's often no real consensus. And there's examples of things that innovative doctors are sometimes using for COVID, such as the antidepressant fluvoxamine, uh, which has shown strong results in trials. And could it be the doctors who prescribe that instead of standard treatments? such as molnupiravir and Paxlovid, which now have been shown to have limited efficacy, uh, could they be disciplined and perhaps even lose their medical licenses? Uh, the same for doctors who disagree with masking and vaccine for children. Some very, very respectable voices in the medical community have said no to those measures. Uh, these are controversial ideas. So I call this California bill the don't say ivermectin bill. <laughs> because ivermectin clearly in the crosshairs, very controversial. Uh, there's some studies that suggest it works, some studies suggest it doesn't work that well. It may be a matter of timing. It may be a matter of dosing. It may be a matter of, you know, what type of patient responds best to ivermectin. Uh, some doctors believe it works. Other doctors believe it's hooey. Uh, but um, they say here, uh, one doctor quoted in the Wall Street Journal article says the bill would put physicians' licenses at risk if they say that vaccines are anything other than completely safe and effective. But of course, all medicines and medical procedures, and that includes vaccines, carry some risk of adverse events, and patients deserve to have full disclosure about what the potential risks are, right? You know, just let them know. You know, 
we're not dummies. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to conceal truthful information from the public and the public can then make a decision. Is this right for me? I'll evaluate the evidence pro and con and make a personal choice. Uh, so, um, yeah, California bill is going to punish doctors for discussing disfavored I ideas. And it's got to be something unconstitutional about an effort like that. You know, it's free speech about medicine. And I don't think that this is going to, I, you know, they may pass it in California, uh, but, and other states may try this, but it's going to create a firestorm of pushback. Uh, Illinois is emulating California. The state's Department of Financial and Professional Regulation warned in November that doctors could face discipline action, disciplinary action for, quote, failing to conform with evidence-based medicine and standards of care when treating COVID patients. And it also encouraged doctors to narc on their colleagues uh, and report their peers for, quote, misinformation. <laughs> okay, so... You know, maybe I don't like the doctor down the block. He's stealing patients from me. He's using all kinds of uh, weird methods to treat COVID. So I'll report him to the medical board and I'll, I'll take him out. You know, I'll yank his medical license and then his patients will have no recourse but to come from, come from me. I mean, is that, is that a good way to handle this problem? And, you know, especially in light of what's happening on, uh, uh, on Twitter. The, you know, the Musk acquisition of Twitter highlights this notion of, you know, where do you draw the line? What's what's the role of the government and what's the role of social media in restricting free speech? You got to draw the line somewhere because there's some free speech that's pretty darn toxic. But a lot of the free speech around COVID treatments has been throttled down or censored. and People have been kicked off social platforms for advocating some pretty sensible stuff. And so where does it end? 877-726-8255, our number. And, you know, we talked earlier about uh, the mitochondria. And here's something that is has been shown to support mitochondria. It's NT factor from nutritional therapeutics. Now, clinical trials have shown that NT factor reduces fatigue by almost half. It also reduces some of the effects of aging because... There's the mitochondrial theory of aging. As your mitochondria wear out, aging ensues. NT factors available in a variety of formulations that are tailored to your specific needs. Full spectrum vitamin mineral formulas. There's immune support formulas that are targeted nutrition. And there's pure NT factor that I like to take in a powder form that you can add to whatever supplement regimen you're already taking. I've been using NT factor for years. I prescribe it for my patients. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you've got nothing to lose. You can find the NT Factor line of nutritional formulas at your favorite health food store or online retailer or to order direct call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. All right, uh, so uh, when it comes to, uh, yeah, you know, we're going to venture into Okay, you know, uh, is my license going to be uh, <laughs> up for grabs? If I if I state this, this is a very uh, controversial subject. But um, when we talk about lockdowns, 
lockdowns have taken a toll. They've taken a toll on our mental health. They've taken a toll on our physical health. Uh, I talked to a guy on the plane. He said he gained 20 pounds. And he's a young athletic guy. Uh, he gained 20 pounds during the COVID lockdown because he couldn't go to the gym. Uh, he, you know, he worked from home on Zoom calls. He was close to the refrigerator. And now he's trying to work it off. But uh, there's this new problem, which is this weird type of hepatitis that's occurring in children. So this is kind of the law of unintended consequences. Weird hepatitis in children. Well, is it vaccine-related? Some would say, oh, well, oh, this kid's been vaccinated. Turns out none of the cases investigated so far have been vaccinated. So it's not about the vaccine, but it may be related to the lockdown insofar as you kept the kids home, you put masks on them, they didn't play, they didn't go to their play dates, they weren't in classrooms, and they weren't sick, and now it's two years later, and their immune systems haven't been primed. And one of the reasons why kids have less severe infections, it's best to get them early. It's like boot camp for your immune system. When your kid or your grandkid comes home with the flu or cold, they get so many of these little infections, and they recover from them quite well. But it's, it's the way their immune systems get programmed. And generally, they weather that fine. But, you know, it's like getting chickenpox when you're real young. Yeah, it's pretty miserable, but you get chicken pox in your 20s or 30s, it can be devastating. So you want to get it, you know, childhood diseases, the usual childhood diseases. So what they are investigating is that 100 children needed hospital care and even liver transplants in the UK. And it's a mystery. What's going on? They have a form of liver inflammation. Uh, the majority of cases disturbingly occur among children under the age of five. The leading theory is that it's caused by something called adenovirus. Adenovirus uh, leads to more severe illness in older children. When they get it when they're real young, not that severe. And uh, they're trying to explore why it is uh, that uh, these kids are developing these liver problems. Other possible causes include a new variant of adenovirus or potential exposure to drugs or toxins or environmental factors. Um, but uh, so far, uh, it remains a mystery. But, it, you know, we may be doing our kids irreparable harm by masking them, by keeping them away from other kids, by keeping them out of school, because that's a normal way that kids acquire immunity. And, you know, as kids go back to school now, <laughs> so many kids are sick, I know, from friends and family members. They're getting all the things that they were supposed to have gotten over the past couple of years. And the immune systems are learning to fight off infections the natural way. 877-726-8255, our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. As you know, it's important to me that the supplements I recommend and use are of the highest quality. That's why I stock the Protocol for Life Balance product line in my online dispensary. Among them, several stand out for their support of aging healthfully. PQQ, glutathione, and alpha-lipoic acid. Each of these products takes its own unique approach to neutralizing free radicals and protecting us from oxidative stress as we age. They're available now at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. That's drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance for more information and to order. 
Fish oil provides the vital omega-3s, EPA and DHA, that support your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. My preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including a nutrient-dense vegan option. I use Vital Nutrients myself and recommend it to my patients. For more information and to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255, our number. And let's try that uh, recorded question. I think we got the speed right now. How valuable is that fourth booster shot that we're talking about? I've heard that it only lasts four to five weeks. Is this true? Thank you, Dr. Hoffman. Okay. Yeah, so there's a lot of questions about, and I'm getting questions from my patients in the office about this. You know, many of them have uh, hungered down and taken the first two shots, so Pfizer and Moderna, uh, or in some cases J&J. Uh, so they're wondering about the third and especially the fourth booster because there's a high number of people who've had the third shot, but now it's being recommended that you get the fourth shot. And I noticed you know, I'm planning a trip to uh, Europe soon, and uh, they say that uh, you, you ought to be vaccinated and you ought to take a booster, but you don't really have to take a booster, especially if you demonstrate that you have not had COVID recently, and et cetera, et cetera. So... Um, there's a study now out out of Israel that actually speaks to that issue. And the implication is that the fourth vaccine does raise antibody levels, but does that translate to extra protection? And it turns out not so much as we're seeing in the case of some very public officials, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, Nancy Pelosi, and a lot of the Washington crew have come down with COVID, and they're vaccinated to the max. No question. In fact, specifically, they said that uh, Kamala Harris had had her fourth dose on April 1st, and here it is, you know, we're now uh, well into April, a few weeks later, and she's got, she tests positive for COVID. We don't know how severe an infection she has. She's uh, sequestering at home, uh, and she's taking Paxlovid as I shared with you earlier. So the Israeli trial showed that a fourth vaccine raises the antibody levels. So the blood test, yeah, shows you know, it's a little bit of response, but it provides little extra protection against SARS-CoV-2 infection. Uh, and they, what they suggest is that the current mRNA vaccines uh, have kind of hit 
a ceiling of immunity after the third dose. The third dose does boost protection, but the fourth dose, not so much. And for the first time, we're now seeing that the number of people hospitalized and even dying, uh, it's not so much, uh, they used to say it's a pandemic of the un unvaccinated. So get vaccinated. Well, that's no longer true. It is now a pandemic of everybody. And maybe it could be that the unvaccinated are more vulnerable. Okay, might concede that point. But it turns out that the vast majority of people who are sick and even dying have had at least some vaccines. And the fourth dose is not conferring a lot of protection. So the suggestion is that maybe if you're super high risk, you're very frail, uh, and if you have a lot of comorbidities, maybe, you know, go for it. You'll get a, maybe a little extra protection, but it's not that significant. And what I've been suggesting to patients is, especially if they're relatively low risk, uh, that they wait, if they really want some significant protection, that they wait for the next iteration, because there may be new vaccines coming down the pike, vaccines that may be safer, more effective, more targeted to variants. Because remember, this original vaccine was for Delta, and there's been significant mutations of the coronavirus that causes COVID. So uh, that's uh, my take. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll talk a little uh, later, you know, probably in the next hour, about uh, some of the side effects. Because, you know, it'd be one thing if, like, go for it, because it's... It, Perfectly fine. Zero side effects. And okay, if it doesn't work, you may you might luck out. You might get you know a few percentage points of protection, and it may last for a while. It may fade eventually. The vaccine efficacy fades after a few weeks or months. If there are no downsides, go for it. But especially if you're low risk, say you're a young person, a college student, or something, the risks of severe COVID, especially if you've had COVID and you've had previous vaccines, so low, and the risks although low of serious side effects may exceed the benefits. So that's where we're headed uh, in our understanding of um, COVID. So, so next hour, you know, we're going to talk about um, several stories. Uh, there's a new study on cell phone radiation and its relationship to Alzheimer's disease, an intriguing study. Also, uh, why humans, like yours truly, we sometimes fall into a rut in our training and we keep doing the same workouts not getting any faster and uh we'll also talk about uh one of my favorite uh supplements nicotinamide riboside lots of new stories and more on intelligent medicine <laughs>